Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined with Nathan to discuss the Pokemon Direct, which happened on the 26th of February. So, Nathan, should we just jump into it? Let's uh, get going on this. Yep, 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 definitely. So, they started with your classic rundown video uh, of the 25-year history of Pokemon. 25 years of Pokemon. Can you believe we've had Pokemon that long? It just feels like, I've, I like playing like Ruby and Sapphire, I just felt like it was like a yesterday thing to me. Like, obviously, like with Red and Blue, it was just like it was it was me playing as a kid but like it's gone it's come so far 25 years is like it's a big deal it is and this video was real cool i suggest you look when you've got time it goes through everything the games the media uh the cards every every time every time they show a new thing there was a hashtag but a lot of things repeat obviously so it was basically hashtag game hashtag card hashtag anime hashtag whatever <laughs> peripheral hashtag game hashtag card hashtag anime it was it was cool it was fun very very repetitious at times but like hey they delivered every time with it they're like hey there's these cards now and there's these cards and here's this here's this e-reader here's this keyboard <laughs> it's just like <laughs> at least they didn't every new you know like every new set of cards because then it would have just literally been like at some point it would just have been hashtag card hashtag card hashtag card like it could have been worse it could have been a lot worse but um yeah there was yeah. a lot a lot a lot a lot in there uh a lot of things i recognize and a few things i forgot or maybe have never seen before because we might not have got it here for us personally but yeah so that was a real cool rundown of the history of the Pokemon franchise at the moment. Yeah, it's it's a great retro. It's a, just a great flashback of like what celebrates Pokemon as a whole, like what everyone loves about the different parts of it. And um, yeah, I I, really, I actually really enjoyed it. I mean, it went on for five minutes, so it was like a quarter of the direct was dedicated to this uh, this one intro. But it's good homage to Pokemon, and like yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say it is running down twenty five years. Like five minutes is cutting down quite a lot as well. Like. Just to have what they consider like the key points as well, you know. Exactly. <laughs> they did. Uh, what, what did they did? They did. Uh, they showed one bit where it was the dancing Pikachu's, and it like it went down, and then it came back up again. <laughs> and it was just like for me that was like probably the most surreal part of it. But obviously, it, like it's that sort of weird internet culture. Like it was just cool. That that's a big thing though, isn't it? Like the last few years, those like Pikachu like costumes, you know, the guys who are officially paid by the Pokemon company to be in Pikachu and Eevee costumes, like like the Pikachu march. What was that? Like a year ago, two years ago, or yeah, something? something along those lines. Or like you know, those those guys in those costumes, they've been around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're right, it's a big internet thing, but like they've that's a thing, and I'm just bummed that when we were in Japan a few years back, or I guess a couple years ago, didn't see a Pikachu parade. Where's my Pikachu parade, Pokemon Company? <laughs> we want a we want a British Pikachu parade. It probably would have happened back in 2019 when the Gala games released, and so probably won't get anything like that again here. True. Um, one day, one day before a Pikachu parade in england i would actually just like them to set up a pokemon center website oh yeah oh my days yeah small steps right because the u.s has a website and u.s and canada they've got they've got the pokemon center online website right they don't have physical stores but at least they can buy merch what have we got nothing <laughs> it's true like we've 
just got like we had that one pokemon center back when uh, sword and shield was going to be released that was back in october i believe uh, 2019 and that was open open for what like a couple of uh, not even a couple of months like a month well yeah it was like a month and like the thing is in the first few days a lot of the stuff just sold out completely like literally completely for the whole month we obviously went not together and like everyone had to get there stupid early I remember I went with a couple of our mates and we actually, they came to pick me up at my place at five in the morning. So I just didn't go to sleep. I just stayed up. <laughs> and then we went to the Pokemon Center. We got there, right? At, I think six. Didn't get into the Pokemon Center until about 10 o'clock. Well, you went on the first day, didn't you? Yeah. Because I, I went probably a week later. Um, and but I'm glad that I asked you. Basically, um, I really wanted this massive plushy whale lord. And uh, I was like, I'm not, by the time I get there, I don't even know if I'll be able to get it or not. So I asked Nathan and uh, my mates to basically pick it up for me. And luckily, you guys actually got it. Um, and uh, so that was secured. But uh, you guys went on the first day. And I think you were quite close to the front of the line when you got there. Is that right? We were in the middle of the line when we got there. Okay, yeah. Okay, so not too far then. Um, not too far, but at the same time, we there was already a hundred odd people there. And again, I said we got there at about maybe six in the morning. The place wasn't like the Pokemon Center itself wasn't going to open probably until about nine o'clock. And we got there at six a.m. and there was already about a hundred odd, two hundred people. See. You had that. I think I got there probably about 7am on a Sunday. So the, yeah, the place didn't even go open until 10.30. And when I got there, there was a good like 200, 300 people in front of me. And I probably didn't actually get into the Pokemon Center until maybe 3-ish. Oof, that's way worse than like, But that, that day, um, I literally bought, uh, you know, they had the Pikachus with the, um, the bowler hats and stuff. The London Pikachu. I have one as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I got the last one of the day. Uh, like one of the last wow. the last batch like basically they put them out and then literally they were gone off the shelves straight away but yes it would be nice for the uk to have that a pokemon center either online or physical like a shop but uh we haven't got that unfortunately one day one day uh we'll get that you'd hope anyway <laughs> all right the silence says it all just the depression we can't get our pokemon back <laughs> first world problems grown or... men who yeah grown men who can't get their limited edition pikachu plushies what has this world come to yes Back to the back to the run. I feel like we just had a rant about why we did <laughs> yeah. have Pokemon centers here. <laughs> Swiftly moving on from the uh, first world depression. Yeah, let's let's just jump into the games now because I think like the intro was brilliant. We, like we know the intro was great for that. Um, we started off with uh, the new Pokemon Snap. Some more info on that with some uh, new little uh, tidbits and stuff. Yeah, so they gave us a quick, quick-ish rundown of the game. It's set in the Lentil region, new region. You're helping Professor Mirror, you know, get it? Mirror, you know, like cameras, mm -hmm. mirrors, get it? <laughs> do, you, do you get it? It's funny, right? Pokemon, right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, you know, it looks great. All sorts of new Pokemon pretty much the same it's uh on rails quote unquote shooter like the arcade games of old you know like a time crisis but obviously you're not shooting in the traditional sense because you're taking pictures they have a new item called the illumina orbs so you'll be taking pictures in like dark areas again and all sorts of new landscapes and things but now you can actually throw these illumina orbs at pokemon and then they light up and for some pokemon it will have a new effect was it i think in the video it was a score bunny and they threw an illumina orb at 
about it, which was um, they're blue, these orbs, and it changed the color of its flames. Yes. Like they made a big deal to say that in the video. So there's little things like that. And what I think is kind of a nice little touch is uh, you can edit your photos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like um, I'm not... As like someone who like played the original Pokemon stuff, I don't know how much I'd be editing the photos, but obviously there's a lot of uh, it comes with a uh, you can share the photos online as well, and there's going to be like a whole like different a whole place where you can see other people's photos and all that sort of stuff. You can also turn your edited photos into in-game stickers, and you can share those as well. You know, so you get all the frames. You've got like filters and uh, colors and all sorts of uh, built-in editing stuff. It, it's it's a cool little like share online shared community thing it'll be cool to see what some people can do because like have you ever seen people who like share stuff off of like photo mode for like playstation or whatever or or xbox on like twitter and stuff like there are some people no not particularly no dude there are some people out there who are really good at these like photo mode things and it's like there's some really cool screenshots like even in things like gta a game that is ancient but still played i've seen some really really cool like screenshots that people have done they've taken a uh, photo in the game use the in-game editing stuff and you're like dude that's that looks really cool like i, I wouldn't have guessed that was from gta yeah so like I, I won't be playing this game but i am kind of excited to see what people can make from photos and stuff yeah i'm i thought i will be getting this game and i'm i'm just looking forward to see like like what what can trigger certain bits of is like trying to catch these pokemon or like capture these photos of pokemon i'm just like i, I think the gameplay is the main seller for me i think the extras are cool i don't think they're like i don't think they're selling me any more than i need to on the game i'm just happy to just like go and play the game itself i i hope for you pepe they have waylord in it but i hope they've gone i hope they've gone the sword and shield room. <laughs> and waylord is just gonna be the size of that yeah. plushie you have. yeah just real small really really small <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a tiny waylord i, I don't know if, i think it was the first trailer i think they showed the waylord in the ocean well it better be chibi as fuck it better be just i think it is anyway i'm pretty sure it is <laughs> It's full size. I've seen it. It's full size, and that's that's fine. No, it's no. They've done it wrong. Then he needs to be a tiny boy. He needs to be a tiny boy. He needs to be able. He needs to be able to easily fit in a washing machine or a a fucking bathtub. (laughs) Fantastic. He needs to fit in a fishbowl, not or a fish tank, not not in the fucking ocean, being a whale. He's a a pet fish. (laughs) You just really like to just wind me up about this whale or thing. I'm like, I'm just sitting here for gritted teeth, just like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe that'll be happening. Yeah. But yes, uh, Pokemon Snap looks great. Can't wait to play it Um, in April. April 30th, it releases. Yep, April 30th, 2021. Pick it up when it comes out, people. Yeah, for sure. Right, on to um, the next bit. Funny enough. Yeah, (laughs) speaking of Sword and Shield. (laughs) (laughs) um, For Pokemon Day this year, which uh, I don't know when that is, actually. Yeah, I think it's one of those days that it comes up. And everyone makes a big deal about it. It's soon. Like, what? what is it? Like, the, I, think, I think it's like the 27th or 28th or something. Or maybe even the early March. But either way, they're doing a bunch of celebration stuff in their existing games. Uh, Sword and Shield will have Gigantamax Pikachu events as a celebration. So if you haven't got one of those, go and get a Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu! What, yeah, what, whatever people are calling it. Like, go get original Pikachu. 
the thick boy. Thick boy, right? He's <laughs> he's so thick. Yeah, that's like five C's. <laughs> he, that is nineties Pikachu. That's my Pikachu. The OG. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, in Pokemon Cafe Mix, you will get a login bonus of 2,500 golden acorns. I'm assuming that is the premium currency of the game. So if you play that, congratulations. Go and get that when it's available. Pokemon Go, you can get Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, and Mewtwo in Legendary Raid Battles. So go off and do that if you haven't got those and you still play Pokemon Go. And Finally, Pokemon Masters EX will have Leon and Charizard from Sword and Shield added to the game. A lot of um, a lot of good celebrations and um, for all the uh, little freemium games they have there, and Sword and Shield as well with the update. Um, it's good that they're like supporting this. I think it's good that obviously it's Pokemon Day. They want to make a big deal out of it for sure. Don't get me wrong, I like Leon as a character, but like doesn't that feel like a little less like? Well, actually, I guess Pokemon Cafe Mix is the most underwhelming for me because I don't play that game. So. 500 golden acorns means nothing to me but like i also don't play pokemon masters ex anymore so even leon being added doesn't matter to me but like do you feel like they could have added a few more gala characters yeah i'm not sure what the state of the game's like at the moment because i think i was playing it a couple months ago uh when they had like the sig uh Cigna suits for red blue and green um i think that's the last yeah i think that's the last time i properly played it oh yeah i was playing around then um and i don't i've I, they might be adding I feel like they've added more from the Galar region but I could be wrong I think they did I think I saw something about Marnie but I'm not yeah. sure if she's in it or she was coming after Leon but like for a celebration like one character I guess like they're just trying to space out in it the Pokemon Masters they only have a limited amount of like gym leaders and uh, like characters they can use I guess so they have to space it out until next game comes out really and even then the next game is Sinnoh so which we shall you want to move on to Sinnoh now or yeah that's let's just kick it off like because <laughs> let's, let's face it this direct there are two big deals here like we knew about pokemon snap before so that wasn't and this is this is what it is folks the internet was asking for it and we all knew it was coming but diamond and pearl remakes are coming late 2021 that's what they put on the trailer they are now called pokemon brilliant diamond and pokemon shining pearl and these uh, this is the generation where I started dropping off of Pokemon because I was like in that oh, I'm a I'm a teenager and Pokemon's for kids. I don't, I don't want to play a kids game, <laughs> but I'm I'm excited to be able to replay these because they said this was a faithful remake. So I can't imagine there's going to be too much added because you know sometimes with the remakes they're like oh we added this new mechanic or we did this um from like the newest mainline game seems like at least for now they haven't said that they've done any of that so i don't i don't think there's any like it does look it does seem and look as if it's just gonna be not a copy and paste but it's just a a remaster and like or revamped version of diamond and pearl put onto the switch it, it's 3d but literally everyone's still chibi so they're yes and this is kind of like like you know when they did uh, Ruby and Sapphire and then they went to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I feel like with those games, the difference between them was like with uh, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, that um it wasn't that chibi character anymore. It was like kind of like it was still the same sort of play style, uh, but it felt it felt it more in a three D world. Well, I mean, also Aorus had new mechanics, like they had Mega Evolution, they had uh flying around on Latios or Latias, like they had the whatever the the Rayquaza thing at the end of the game. Yes, the there was a Mega Evolution of that, weren't there? Yeah, there was a, there's the sides the extra story at the end with the Oxus and Rayquaza. This 
as far as I know, or as far as they told us, is literally just a remade Diamond and Pearl. There isn't Mega Evolution, there isn't going to be a new mechanic, there isn't a side story or a, a continuation thing. It is just Diamond and Pearl remade on Switch. 100%. Yeah, that's what that's what it feels like. And uh, I tell you what, I'm, like we expected it. Everyone knew it was going to come eventually. But like uh in this form i feel it i feel like it might be dividing because i i found it personally that oh it's cool it's being remade again but is it i don't know if it's a big enough stretch for me to be that hyped about it especially since the other game is coming as well which we'll talk about a bit later this this just kind of feels like to me okay cool i can replay this story again and i will look i will look forward to it and like it's also on the switch so all the battles are gonna look great as well it's just um yeah uh is it a big is it the step forward i thought they were gonna be for diamond and pearl no i didn't think it was good i thought it was gonna be a bit more i don't want to say effort put into it because i'm sure there's a lot of effort being put into this yeah like i don't feel like it's i don't feel like it had the step up that um a Ruby, omega ruby and alpha sapphire i got from the originals that's my opinion anyway oh i mean it's a complete remake so it would be wouldn't it but like it doesn't need to at times though <laughs> yeah i i don't feel like you always need to add this whatever like yeah we got used to it but doesn't mean like we should expect it all the time it's like they, i think that's one thing the pokemon company is realizing now is that they need to sometimes they need to scale back because they have been giving us i don't want to make it sound like we're getting everything we've ever wanted because we clearly haven't and we clearly won't ever right but like if, if you think about it from what we have from this announcement where it is literally comes across as it's just the games on switch it's 3d now but it still basically sort of looks the same but 3d right and then you go and think of like Aorus and whatever all the other remakes right where they're like they gave you extra mechanics they put in this extra stuff that's just so you wouldn't be like oh it's the same game they, this all started from sword and shield with the we are not putting every pokemon in every game yeah at some point they would have to start doing things like this because we're getting close to a thousand plus pokemon right you can't add everything also if it doesn't make sense for the game there's no point adding mega evolution or whatever because it doesn't fit it doesn't fit but also apparently these remakes aren't being made by the pokemon company themselves it's made by someone else so that team may have been constricted by pokemon company or whatever like contracted to only make a remake and they were told you know they could have been told specifically do not put anything else in and it you know it may also be because of this next announcement that again we're going to get into and we'll probably talk about this one a fair amount because it looked really cool this is a very good point yeah but it might be that they're doing this on purpose you know what i mean like brilliant diamond and shining pole may just be faithful remake because they're like look this this one is just to tide you over until this thing exactly that's that's my thoughts as well i think that the thing is the uh brilliant diamond and shining pole do look they look really nice they actually do look right yeah i mean it's a pokemon game in 3d it's a game that some people would have that might have been some people's first pokemon game or like us it's just another one in the series that we grew up playing but either way like i don't think people should be disappointed by any means oh definitely not no because you get to re-experience or experience this this you know the Sinnoh regions entries again on a modern console that's nothing to be disappointed about how many games i know remakes and re-releases are like the big thing right now because nostalgia is crazy but like seriously don't i would say don't be disappointed be lucky we get them at so think about it unless you have a ds and these games how are you playing you want this. it's very true it's the fact that you have access to this now and plus you know for sure they're gonna have connection to the pokemon home servers as well so you're gonna have like a, a, 
access to that. So you will be able to keep your Pokemon in these certain bits. Exactly. And yeah, like I think the, I think as the two games themselves, like I, I did say, oh yeah, it doesn't feel like a bigger jump or whatever. I'll still be getting these games. Oh, I, yeah. Like I'm a massive fan of Pokemon and like the overworld in this, like it kind of. At least you're at least you're aware of that. You know what I mean? Like there's people out there who will say like, oh what they didn't add this and they didn't add that and then but they won't admit that they're gonna buy it. But they're gonna buy it. A hundred percent. But like that's the thing about the internet. They always complain about something. But we all know deep down you're gonna get in the end anyway. It's gonna sell well. It's a Pokemon game on the Switch. Like there's no way it won't sell well. And even if it even if it doesn't sell well, it will sell to the people who are willing to buy it. Exactly. People like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. But um yeah, the graphics are good. I think like it gave me a sort of um Link's Awakening sort of vibe with the overworld, which I quite like. It's probably the chibi thing, isn't it? Definitely chibi thing. 100% it's a chibi thing. It has to be, right? <laughs> it was so simple, but I don't know about you, but when I was watching the trailer and it was the little chibi guy, 3D chibi model, and he jumped over one of those old looking cliffs. I had like the craziest <laughs> amount of nostalgia from that two second clip. I don't, I don't know what it was, but like it was the sound effect, basically the same. I just had like this crazy nostalgia because <laughs> I feel like, you know, now in the games, they, they look like cliffs and you don't actually drop off of these things anymore. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm going to get this. And end of the year it's going to be good i'll definitely pick it up and uh yeah but i feel like we're going to move on to this next game now and this is yes okay here we go this is the big deal for a lot of people because oh lord i tell you what this is the reason why i think a lot of people who may have been disappointed in dining uh shining diamond well uh, brilliant diamond shining pearl like if you were disappointed with that this next game makes up for that completely like this this is where the resources really work this is like we like the trailer for pokemon legends rcs is that correct that's what it is yeah pokemon legends rcs yes um Okay, yes. Worldwide release, by the way. Yeah. Early 2022, which is why you shouldn't be disappointed. This is what we were saying before, because this is where the Pokemon company most likely put their actual resources. They could have made Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, but they didn't. They put the team on this new thing, also set in the Sinnoh region, but set earlier in the timeline. So it's like when people first started settling in Sinnoh from all over the place it's ancient times pokemon so they even have like an ancient looking pokeball like it's got wood on it oh my god i just like looking at this trailer the whole aesthetic of this like the whole like ancient Sinnoh vibe to it like it looks absolutely gorgeous and um before we get into some of this what was Sinnoh based off of again like what real world location was Sinnoh based off of um am i right, right in thinking that i feel like it was um i think it's still japan but i feel like it's hokkaido oh, okay that makes sense then because i was gonna say if it was somewhere else it didn't make it didn't quite make sense in my head because i was like it's ancient sino and the old buildings look japanese yeah like it was like an old japanese vibe yeah i believe it's hokkaido like the correct thing i'm just assuming it's a hokkaido and i feel like i've heard that somewhere before but um yeah okay well that, that's fine then if it's hokkaido it's all good yeah <laughs> i'm just i don't want to be like that guy it's hokkaido wait is it hokkaido um well, because I, I was like, wait, was that the one that was... Wait, it's Unova that was set, like, based off of America, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the one with, uh, has, like, the New York sort of vibe. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I was just one ahead. This is what I was saying before. I... <laughs> oh, right, jeez. Yeah, that'd be a very big yeah, transformation. That's what I was this, this is what I'm saying, by the way. This I don't really have a whole lot of experience with Diamond and Pearl. I did play it, but I, I literally, like, spent minimum amount of time with it. It's not um, it's not the worst game, to be fair. I think, like, the original Diamond and Pearls, like, I did actually, I did actually enjoy it. I played it quite a bit. I think there's 
other gens in the series that I don't. I think it, this one's better. Than. I still think the first three games are probably my favorite out of the whole Pokemon series, but um, Sinnoh uh, and Gen Four, I still think are pretty decent. Did you just say Sinnoh and Gen Four when it's the same thing? Yeah, I just put it all into one thing. It's all it's all under one umbrella. <laughs> It's all under one umbrella now. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. It's just like... Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> so in Legends Arceus, or Arceus, whatever you want to say, however you pronounce it, it, it's the early, early days of the Sinnoh region. People have traveled from all over the Pokemon world, they said in the trailer, to settle on Sinnoh. Um, and you're helping this mysterious professor. They haven't even given them a name, um, but you're helping this mysterious professor to create Sinnoh's first Pokedex. But because you're people from all over the place, you're nomads, I guess, or ex-nomads, uh, the professor has starter Pokemon for you, but not the Sinnoh one, not all of the Sinnoh ones. You will choose from Rowlet, Cyndaquil, and Oshawa. And that will signify, at least to us as fans, that there's going to be Pokemon from other generations in this one. So it's going to be a big mix, which I'm very excited for, because it doesn't just limit you to Gen 4 Pokemon. This is going to be like a massive Pokemon game where like, there's going to be a whole mix of different kinds in here, which is very, very exciting to me, because it doesn't just feel like, oh, it's a, a, a new gen, here's new Pokemon you want to catch. It feels like this is a new Pokemon game, with no not necessarily any new pokemon in it i could be wrong there could be new pokemon i feel like this is like a lore kind of game it's got all the existing stuff but this is how we find out more about the the world of pokemon rather than the, the pokemon themselves 100 percent. that's what like and the fact that it says pokemon legends uh rcs or rcs um <laughs> uh like it to me that signifies that there could be more pokemon legends games coming out in the future as well and that, that that's what that's what's ticking my brain right now because in general uh, Gen 6, I believe, X and Y. Um, we heard a lot about the Pokemon War, but it didn't go into a lot of detail in it. And that, to me, this would be so cool if we got another Pokemon Legends game in the future where it actually tackles the lore of that great Pokemon Wars and stuff like that. And it would just be, it'd be really cool to get more games in this line, in this, in this style as well. I mean, we've still yet to see what this is like. And like we still need to see more gameplay. This is the first gameplay trailer anyone's ever seen of this. So I I'm genuinely excited for this game and what it means for the future of Pokemon as well. It's interesting you you mentioned your theory because I also think this could be the start of a new sub franchise or subset of games. But my mind went in a completely different way than you. Where you you were thinking about the Great Pokemon War, I was thinking Legends as in like you know like the small lore dumps you do get in the games where like you know you read a book and it talks about whatever legendary Pokemon. Arceus is supposed to be the creator like the original you know the OG god of gods yeah and you know like we, I thought legends meant that they were going to make games based on the specific Pokemon that represent a certain thing in mythos or whatever because you know like you've got the Alder and Palkia the Pokemon of time and, and space and you've got Jirachi the Pokemon of, of wishes and you know wishes and then you've got Celebi you know like I thought it was going to be like that we were going to get more lore dumps based off of these Pokemon that represent a specific thing like the legendary Pokemon that we know are meant to represent this and that you know what I mean like the only ones obviously maybe not so much is probably uh, Kyogre and Groudon just because their origins are very much like you've seen like we know kind of know what they're like anyway 
well, Gen 3 is all about that. That was what Gen 3 is, really, isn't it? Like, oh, the Pokemon of the sea, we want to raise all the water and drown everyone. Or like, you know, oh, the Pokemon of the earth or the ground, we want to fucking raise all of the, all of the, yeah, all of the land everywhere. and have no water. Like, those ones, some of them I feel like you don't need to touch on because, like, we get it. But then there's some of the more abstract ones, you know, like, Hirakina is a Pokemon of, like... Is it Chaos, I think? Is chaos, it Chaos? But it's, I thought it was more like, like, online theories was, like, Dark Man and stuff, you know? i mean like yeah that was it sorry dark matter yeah well i think what chaos is dark cry isn't it more well we're more attributed to it's like it's like nightmares yeah. isn't it i think i think uh Cresselia's dreams and dark cry is nightmares. yeah but that's what i thought me personally for legends as a subset that's what i thought it was going to be yeah i mean it, you could be right that's the thing like right now we know zero about this series is coming out and zero about this game only that where uh, we're going to be doing it's like an open world which looks and like yeah. amazing and i can't wait to explore the story in this like the system like it looks so oh, cool yeah, for sure. like, honestly it looks really cool because it, it is this cool open 3d world and then it's still got the traditional battle system you know four moves turn based but it's the fact that it, it kind of looks like what sword and shield should have been you know sword and shield they were like oh big open world and then it was like no wild area with this this looked like you literally are just all wild area like that's that's why i absolutely like the idea especially when uh, when they showed you running through the um the city as well like uh like all the gates whatever that looks oh that is another that is another important thing we didn't mention um in the trailer they did really want to emphasize that because it's the early days of the Sinnoh region humans and pokemon aren't living like coexisting like you see in the modern games like the people settle in their little towns and the pokemon are outside everywhere but like they don't interact a whole lot because it's still like ancient times early days people are still learning about pokemon and how to live with them so as far as we saw like pokemon don't really enter the human spaces you have to specifically go out and venture to find the pokemon so that's like that's also another like cool aspect you know because we're so used to just like you know like in nintendo games you walk into someone's house where the door's unlocked for some reason and they're like cool random kid thanks for coming into my house by the way why don't you talk to my um my geodude that's floating in the corner there <laughs> do you know what i mean like oh and while, whilst you're talking to my geodude why don't you um take that potion i left sitting on the table i mean <laughs> or just don't talk to me just take the potion on the table anyway and just leave <laughs> which is exactly what i do i just see an item in a house i i go to the bin that there's always this thing for me in pokemon games where I always feel like if there's a bin in the house, I'm going to go to it. I'm going to look in there and there might be something in there. And I feel like 90% of the time in the bins in Pokemon, there's nothing there. But I, my instinct is to look in the bin. The, the Pokemon universe is terrible. Little kids run into other people's houses, <laughs> raid their bins, steal their items, like in broad daylight and disappear. Like the one time I think the most is, um, you know, in the original like red and blue or like the Kanto region, you know, you get to Celadon, you go all the way up that, that uh, building and and then there's a dude with a, a whiteboard and if you talk to him he's like oh eevee can evolve into this this and this and i don't think he says you can have it but there's a pokeball table that has an eevee and then you just walk in and take it could you imagine he's like studying eevee he wants to teach people about eevee and he's like i'm gonna leave my eevee and its pokeball on the table so when people want to come and see it and learn about eevee i'll let eevee out and this kid walks in and goes cheers mate and then <laughs> walks off like bye mine you thought team Ro you thought team rocket Revival? nah it's the main character. He comes and just steals the Pokemon. He don't even battle you. He just comes in, takes it, and leaves. <laughs> you, you know why Red took down Team Rocket? Was because they were stealing his thing. He's like, these. I want to steal people's Pokemon. Not you. You're, you're muscling in on this 10-year-old's turf, mate. Get out of here, Giovanni. <laughs>
it's like gang warfare except it's like a whole entire gang versus this one kid that destroys them all yeah this, this one amazing 10 year old that started his journey like two weeks ago <laughs> that's the most anime thing i've ever heard <laughs> but yeah Botai powers isn't it <laughs> So yeah, our starters are Cyndaquil, Oshawa, and Rowlett. Oh, this is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. It's a tough one. I do feel like because of Sinnoh as well and the evolutions, like it's um, Rowlett is a, like an archer. Samurot is a like samurai, samurai, and it's like so it's Decidueye, Cyclosion, and Samurot in the end. Yes, but I like all of these Pokemon. I it's really hard. Like Rowlett was my favorite. That was the one I picked. Uh, of all the fire starters, Cyndaquil maybe not, but I still really like. Cyndaquil and then Oshawa I don't really like Oshawa itself but Samurott's pretty cool I think um, it's weird because out of all these three Pokemon as well in the mainline games all of these were my first choices for uh, starters wow. oh wow so this is even harder for you I feel like to me I, I, I absolutely loved Rowlet I knew like when I saw Rowlet first I'm like okay cool I'm going for that Pokemon it's the same with Cyndaquil uh, Oshawa was probably one of the ones where I was like I'm not too fussed about these starters like Gen 5 possibly gen 4 as well were the first games well it was uh oshawa originally it was oshawa chimchar and Snivy, wasn't it um it's oshawa uh no it's oshawa tepig and Snivy. oh wait oshawa's from the one after yeah so there's not actually any gen <laughs> gen 4 pokemon from the start in this one interesting i actually didn't even realize that until i until i said it i was like oh yes <laughs> they're not actually any Sinnoh pokemon in the starters interesting so i could if they have it in there i could still get a chimchar that's uh, not chimchar not yet anyway there's probably gonna be one in a while because there are piplups in the wild weren't there they um they showed that well look all i'm saying is if it's there your boy's getting it because i love dragon ball oh yeah and i love journey to the west your boy is all about son goku or son goku or son wukong i'm on it i'm on it I want my martial arts fire monkey I'm on it. <laughs> of course you do <laughs> right um i feel like i'm gonna go for syndical I think that's uh I feel like Rowlet is cool. Oh I don't know what I want. I feel like I'm gonna go Rowlet. I really, I really loved having Rowlet in um Sun and Moon. That would be my second choice. I think Oshawa would probably be the last like out of the three. But it's not a bad selection. It really isn't. They they could have picked much worse. Also, one thing I noticed uh, that they pointed out, well, that's as someone pointed out on the internet, is that um they've made Cyndaquil look good again. In what I mean by that is that um in the in the games, the current games anyway, uh, when Cyndaquil appears up in his 3D sprite, he doesn't have his flames on his back. It's literally just like him without the flames. But in this, in this, he actually has the flames back. They brought back the flames for Cyndaquil. Oh, uh, I never realized that. That is like uh, that. They done Cyndaquil justice there. They gave him, they gave my boy justice. <laughs> okay, I can get behind that. I, I honestly never noticed that, but learn something new every day. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to go Rowlet. Like, just based off of the very little knowledge we have, I just want Decidueye. I, I love, I loved my Decidueye in Sun and Moon. Yeah, Decidueye is a cool one. He was my favorite out of the uh, Sun and Moon stars for sure. I genuinely like that evolution line. Star Trek is a little sort of like meh. Yeah, he's definitely the weakest out of the three. <laughs> but the Rowlet, the Rowlet's so cool. He does the when he does the three sixty head spin, three the three sixty one eighty. Rowlet, Rowlet is cute as uh, like is he's cute as fuck because he's just a little round grass owl, and then he turns into fucking Robin Hood, which is cool. And Ghost as well, Ghost Grass. That is like yeah. Like, that's sick. But then Dartrix, 
it still kind of fits because it's it's the awkward middle and then Dartrex is kind of like you know like kind of looks like literally just looks like Edgeworth from Phoenix right to me literally just looks like him (laughs) he's like the angsty teen evolution which fits because he is that's what he is but I don't know it could have been worse it could have been much worse they could have put in Snivy they could have put in Chicory I'm calling out people's favourites I don't care I do not care they could have put in um, ah shit what's the little grass turtle oh Turtwig yeah Turtwig yeah I feel like in fairness I, I don't think I've actually had a favorite starter um, that hit like Raubert since Gen 3 because I absolutely love Mudkip and I think Mudkip was the last starter that I actually liked until Raubert came along because all the starter Pokemon in the other gens kind of didn't hit the mark for me. I always have my favorite of each gen. Like you, I don't think any of them really get to like top tier like favorite favorite territory but there's always one out of the three that i'm like i like that more than the others yeah oh yeah the same here like i think it's like i'll take that pokemon i will like raise it and i will keep it for the whole game i i don't think it hits as well as for me bulbasaur cinderquill mudkip like those are like my i, I saw those pokemon and i was like i want these pokemon on my team see I re- i'm realizing thinking trying to think of my list i'm mostly like the fire pokemon because i normally i mean gen one was super strong the only one i think i wasn't super into was bulbasaur slander <laughs> shut up you shut your mouth <laughs> but like yeah like you know i i normally go charmander he's my favorite but i do like swirl he's a very close second then i normally go um oh what's his face Totodile, Totodile, yeah, he's the coolest right. looking to me and then i normally go torchic because blaziken blaziken is fucking sick but i do again mudkip is a very close second yeah and even trico is quite a cool one to be fair i think gen 3 hit the starters like pretty spot on there but i think i appreciate started appreciating trico a little more when I watched a little bit of the Gen 3 anime, because that Trico was like, you know, that Trico was kind of cool. Yeah, he, he had the little, like... <laughs> He's badass. You know, the little straw thing. Yeah. yeah the, the twig in his mouth, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> he, he knew he was cool. He knew he was cool. <laughs> and then um, then it was Chimchar. Yeah, I couldn't... Re- like, I think, yeah, as I said, Gen 4 were the ones where I was just like, eh, I'm not too keen on these. And then um, it literally goes fire Pokemon from there, because it's Chimchar, Tepig, uh what was after Tepic? It was uh, Fennekin. I didn't go with Fennekin, actually. That one was when I went Chespin. Okay. Ch- Chespin. Look, right, that's where I went and I got the games with two other friends and they picked without me and I was stuck with Chespin, but I actually grew to love Chespin. I loved, I love that little guy. He's cool. Yeah, Chespin's cool. I think, um, Quil- was it Qu- Quilladron? I can't remember the second evolution. Yes. The round boy. I, I tell you what, that is like out of all of the Pokemon in Gen Six uh, for starters. Um, I think Quilladron is actually my favorite design out of all of them. I didn't choose Chespin. I just saw that Pokemon. I was like, oh my god, he's round and it looks hilarious. I, I absolutely love that because I chose Froakie. Froakie, right? Yeah. So Froakie would have, or at least Greninja would have been the coolest one. Greninja is to me. Greninja is the coolest one, but at the same time, I'm not exactly that hyped for him. But going back to Chespin, the final evolution, Chestnut killed it for i absolutely hated it i think that's probably the start of final evolution which i just like i i see that and i hate it that, okay i'll agree with you on that that design isn't great it also was quite disappointing towards the end on my team in that game uh chestnut did start dying a lot and the greninja that i got was like carrying me so i guess i should really change it from chestpin to froki but i raised the chestpin so that's why chestpin is where he is of course yeah you can't like you can't ditch the start of pokemon you choose it's like that's <laughs> you can't leave that guy behind but yeah 
Um, it's funny though that you said you went for fire Pokemon for a lot of the main series. I I tend to go fire Pokemon a lot, a lot. See, I'm like that with water Pokemon because after Mudkip, I went for Piplup, uh, Oshawa, uh, Fr- uh, Froakie, and then I went to Rowlet, but then I went back to Sobble afterwards. I also went Sobble in Sword and Shield. But let's face it, in Sword and Shield, I was only ever really gonna go Sobble or Garuki. But when you look at the final evolutions, right? Do I want a big old grass gorilla with a drum? Or do I want a friggin' lizard that's a spy <laughs> and a sniper when exactly. he mega? When he, uh, when he Gigi is, he has a water sniper. Why? How? We, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, one's a football player because England. Uh, one's a drummer because England. And like, I guess punk music, just music in general, right? Then you got James Bond, fucking lizard. James Bond lizard. <laughs> exactly. I don't even know if James Bond uses a sniper. I don't think he does. James but Bond still, whatever he wants. But James Bond. Do you know what I mean? Like espionage. <laughs> Why would you pick anything else? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's the thing. Grookey and uh, Score Bunny just didn't really hit it for me. Like Sobble was alright. I still think I'll like. I don't think Sobble hits the mark that Rowlet did. But no, it doesn't. I think it tried to though. It tried to hit that same sort of. I feel like that's what Grookey is as well. You know, it's that kind of like, oh, look at this little kawaii desu monkey, but he's got a little stick. He, he might he might beat you with it, but he's so cute. But it's like no, none of them hit like Rowlet did. Oh my god, the fuck. The internet and most people I know exploded. The love for Rowlet was instant. He's round boy. He's round boy. <laughs> the thing is, like, as much as I hated on Poplio, when <laughs> at the end when I had all the starters, my Primarina was actually the strongest Pokemon I had. The irony, right, that my that my Incineroar and my Decidueye were not as good as Primarina. <laughs> like at the end. If I if I was doing battles and I'm struggling, I'm like, okay, get Primarina out, and it would fucking wreck people. But I'm like, oh, Incineroar died. Decidueye died. Irony is a painful thing. But yes, that's our rundown of basically our po- favorite Pokemon starters there. <laughs> so the Pokemon Directs in general, what uh, what would you score it out of a ten? If I had to score it for it, um, I would give it a solid like seven. It was pretty good. I didn't, I didn't care for a lot of things in it, but that's because like I don't play Pokemon Snap. Uh, Sword and Shield, I've got all the Gigantamaxes that are available to me. Cathemix, I don't play. Pokemon Go, I don't really play anymore. Masters EX, I don't play. A large section of it was just I don't play that. But Gen Four remakes, all about it. We knew it was coming, and then Legends Arceus just out of, out of nowhere killed it. Like I was already pretty hyped because. You know, we're getting remakes. I love a bit of remakes, a bit of nostalgia. But yeah, like Legends just hit hard. It came out swinging. Yeah, it smashed it, didn't it? I think you're right though, because um, looking at the direct in total, I think I'd give a, I'd give a similar score to you. I think I'd go for maybe a seven point five. I think. Boy, he's he's topping me. That's a uh, free free for the um free for Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Uh, three and a half for the actually no i'm gonna bump it up to an eight i'm bumping up to an eight three and a half for um legends arceus and a 0.5 pokemon snap not because i don't like pokemon snap but because i knew it was coming so it's just more info on it and i know i was gonna get it anyway and the rest of it i couldn't really care too much about like as you said pokemon go i've already got all the pokemon from gen one anyway so i'm not too fast and the rest i don't really play that much anyway but yeah it's a good direct i enjoyed it eight solid eight i'm hype I'm like the as you said, uh, Legends is the one that's got me 
like really up there. I don't know how anyone could be a Pokemon fan, see Legends, and not get hyped. It looks like the Pokemon game we've a lot of us have been imagining for years. I think the only way they could top something like this is if they release that like that one Pokemon game where you can go to every region or the MMO that we've always you know like the only way they could top it is by doing the one super crazy thing that every fan ever has had that one single thought about. But again, that's never going to happen because Pokemon keeps making money. Like, like it'd have to be on their last legs if they're going to be doing that. They're literally like, oh, we're literally making zero money right now, and we need people to come in. That's what they're doing. Or, or you know, everyone's like, uh, Pokemon, Pokemon sort of dying out, and they're like, cool, one last hurrah, you know, one last hit, effort. Here you go. Here's that one thing you always wanted before we leave for good. Like Pokemon Ultimate, where they like just bring. Like, I feel like the thing is with like Smash Bros right now is that like, right now they've got a definitive game and they just keep on adding characters to it. And I think they could do that for a while. I think if Pokemon did a similar thing where they had like this one region and then they kept on adding like expansion passes for old regions. So this is if like they're literally like on their last legs. Like if if like they did expansion passes for different regions, like it'd probably be a massive fucking file download. Or the MMO route where they call it something like Pokemon World. Right? God, I mean... yeah, that's a... I feel like they're just holding on to that right now but I'm surprised they haven't done something like that that's the other way they do it it's like the last thing they ever make is that MMO so you can play with everyone online ever right you can go to every fucking region you can do all the gyms you can keep fighting people and training and training and training like it's all there it's MMO it's an open-ish world you can go wherever however whatever and then that's like that would be like their last game you know they support it until there's nothing else to put in it because there's only so much Pokemon whatever right there's only so many times you can well, I guess technically you could keep doing the Pokemon League because if it's an MMO, then you'd ha- you could have like guilds and stuff. I don't know how that would work technically. I'm a game design student, but I'm or like graduate and I didn't put a lot of thought into it. This is all off like top of my head, sort of. But, you know, like typical MMO stuff, and it'd basically be like the Pokemon champion. <laughs> of each region would probably change every like 10 minutes or something because it would just be if you had an MMO or something like that most people would play it but at the same time with this hypothetical I don't know if we'll see it anytime soon I don't think I think Pokemon's it feels like it's staying for what like 25 years they've they've absolutely smashed it 25 years and they're still bringing out a game that gets us hyped that we never even expected never even thought about there's plenty more to come and this is only gen 4 of what 8 like by the time they get to having to redo Sword and Shield, God knows what console will be on there. <laughs> who knows Who knows what the technology would be like at that point? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, who even knows what we're going to be playing on by that point? <laughs> like... You don't even know what gen will be on by that point. Yeah, so I think uh, that about wraps up, I'd say, unless you have any other final thoughts, Nathan. No, I feel like I'm I'm done for the day. Uh, we could we could talk Pokemon forever. We literally could. There's so many more facets we didn't even touch on because they didn't bring it up here. And um, we 25 years of history. What can we say? There's plenty to talk about, but we'll chew your ears off another day. I think we'll see you next time.